Hello and welcome back to another episode of Ubi Chats, Unlocking Brown Egos, with your beloved co-host Chachi and Hi, Maylene. I'm back. <laughs> Today we are actually recording in the New Year, so Happy New Year, Maylene. How has it been since we have last recorded? I know that was last year, and it was uh, with the In Her Purpose gals. What are some new things that happened to you? Well, for me personally, I've been everywhere in the state of California, like legit. I think I've been to San Luis Obispo like five times. Um, I've been to a wedding. I was in Hawaii with Tati for a hot minute. And now I went to Pinaista. I'm literally everywhere, but I'm taking breaks all at the same time. So I think it's been really necessary for me to take a break and to reflect on the year to like move forward as well. We like taking breaks. I think we are really speaking through our our Instagram and podcast because if you see our Instagram, it has hasn't been really that touch um, because we've been really taking breaks. Um, I think likewise for me, I have been going on a social media hiatus. Um, we ha- we had a we had a conversation before meaning that I should, which I did, and I discovered a feature in Instagram where you can actually. Um, take breaks you can put an hour and you can set a time to just not go on instagram so there's a feature on that not just screen time but other than that i've also just been reading more books and yeah and journaling more so um that's been new for me as well um but let's cut to the chat and actually introduce this amazing guests that reached out to us on our Instagram. If you want to introduce yourself, Nadine, because I know we met through Pinaista virtually. So yeah, if you want to introduce yourself a little bit. Hi, everybody. My name is Nadine Palacio. I am a nurse entrepreneur based out of North Carolina. I'm just in the baby stages as an entrepreneur, but I just a few months ago, I was a travel nurse and and i've worked as a nurse for the past four years so i'm taking steps into building a business and um stepping away from the bedside and i am helping empower women of color and yeah so a little bit about me yay and i wanted to deep go deep more into it because um first of all i feel like half of our families are nurses and I think it's really unique in how you're trying to do something a little bit out of it now. So can you go more into why um, you got into nursing and how you're making that transition? As totally. Um, so I got into nursing, yes, like how you mentioned. Uh, growing up, I was surrounded by a bunch of healers, like I call them, um, around nurses. My parents are both nurses. Um, and then growing up, I was just... I was kind of voluntold to volunteer at like one of the hospitals that they work at. And from there, being able to volunteer, I was um, helping out pass out snacks, helping fundraise, um, and just having conversations with the patients. And that's when I realized that I had a love in helping others. And that gave me a sense of direction into going into healthcare. And then going into like high school, I learned that um, I 
I verged on the path of going into medicine or into pharmacy. And I realized that nursing was definitely the route that I wanted to stay on because it provided a more holistic approach in caring for people. And so that's how I got into nursing. And I went into college for four years and I started working at a teaching hospital um, for about three years. And from there, I made the transition into jumping into travel nursing, where it offered me the flexibility, freedom, and time to create the life that I want. And as I ventured on that experience, I was working in California, in San Francisco. And from there, I was just able to dive more and learn more about myself and what I want and the things that I would like to do. And now I'm transitioning into becoming a nurse entrepreneur and hoping to inspire others like me to dream bigger and live more in abundance. So and I appreciate that because I feel like for most, mostly for me and Tashi's age, we only, well, most of our peers go into nursing just because, oh, because our parents told us to, or just because that's what everyone else is doing. So I really do appreciate and how you're telling people you can do like you can do more than that. You can go beyond that. Yes, yes. Yeah. Life isn't always about work. <laughs> no. And one of my cousins is a travel nurse too. So they she's having a really fun life as of mm -hmm. right now. And then I'll pass it on to Chachi for any sort of next question as well or any other additional I actually, um, I was, I didn't know that you guys met through Pina Yusa virtually. I met a lot of travel nurses and travel nurses are so sweet and they bring so much joy to the atmosphere. Um, I think we were talking off um, camera when we were waiting for Meilin and like, I, I know, like, I, I'm not a nurse, but I know the, I know their feelings and their frustrations and their, um, um, especially between staff nurses and travel nurses, how staff nurses are easily burnt out, um, and then travel nurses have more like a flex schedule. Um, for you, um, transitioning as a bedside nurse to a travel nurse, what were some boundaries that you had to kind of set for yourself? Some boundaries that I had to set for myself as a travel nurse. Um, I'm very, very much on mindset. Um, so whenever I go into work, just affirming to myself that I am doing my best and that I can only do the best that I can. I am only in control of my emotions. Uh, I am not responsible for necessarily like the outcomes of what have situation comes up. So that, that was a big thing. And then knowing just as a travel nurse that I can do something for three months at a time and that's typically about how long a contract is unless you choose to extend so with travel nursing they typically work for a length of like 13 weeks that's good to know and i honestly really love the flexibility and traveling as well so like you pretty much interacted with a ton of people not only in nursing but also within the filipino world and other diverse communities so how does your profession, I think, best support the mental health needs? Because this is a mental health podcast at the end of the day. Um, how does your profession best support the mental health needs of our community? For me, um, it definitely it helps our community be able to dream bigger. Because as I was starting in this journey as an entrepreneur, 
I've realized that I want to challenge what the status quo is and that we have the ability to create the life that we want. So growing up, I've learned that we've been taught that you need to go to college to get an education. And then after college, you have to go find a job and then work that job up until like retirement. And then from retirement, you can enjoy more of your life. And I want to challenge that because you can do that now. And um, that definitely has a big impact on mental health because that allows you to put yourself first. Um, because when we're able to be our highest self and to invest in ourself, then we can continue to outpour into our relationships and our families and our community. So awesome. awesome. And I wanted to ask, because you're mentioning the entrepreneur side as well. Like, are you specifically doing life coaching workshops? Is it just media outreach? Can you do, talk more specific what that is or what type of service that is? Yes. So the service that I'm going to be providing is a group coaching setting um, where I work with women of color who identify as so um, particularly Asian American 20-somethings, just because during this period from after graduating college to working in healthcare for a few, for a little while, there's just so much you can learn and there's more to life to bring in. Um, so that's kind of what I'm offering. Awesome. And do you have an expected date when those services start? Or are you already starting? Um, I'm planning to start in February, the beginning of the month. Ooh, hear that, people? Follow her in February and use those services, y'all. Life coaching is great, y'all. I feel so liberated whenever I talk to life coaches because they're just people like me and they just are so wise and full of wisdom. Mm -hmm. And I feel so, I just feel so healed. Yes. There's an energy yeah. there into seeing people like you do what you want to do, kind of, you know? Yes. And I want to kind of bring it back to Chachi for any additional notes as well. Well, I actually, so um, while you guys were having a conversation, I was kind of like um, looking, I was like looking into your Instagram a little bit and I saw your Oriki and I was reading it and like, I was, I felt, I felt a little bit something and if you don't, mind um i'm gonna read it because it kind of goes through it kind of goes um with what you're passionate for so um you wrote uh, nadine of house palacio first of her name daughter of immigrants narrative changer helper helper of healing queen of best life living leader of change agent and enter enterprises foolishly fun foodie and I noticed that you wrote it 11 weeks ago. And what were you kind of feeling when you wrote this? Um, all sorts of feelings, to be honest. Um, definitely, this is mirrored by um, Lovey. Uh, she has a book called The Professional Troublemaker, which I definitely encourage anyone and everyone to read because that is the biggest takeaway that I took um, because it is so liberating. Um, and to reaffirm that the thoughts and feelings that you are feeling, that they're real. And there's a reason why you're thinking and feeling this way. And um, her book basically is 
like a blueprint into being a professional troublemaker in a good way to be able to challenge the status quo like i have said um so definitely if you if, if you're into reading totally read that i'm sure there's also audiobook version too, on so. zoom so if you don't mind if you can like post the link for it so that way like we can find it later and then we can also post it later on like our podcast oh totally um, awesome and i think we'll just skip question we'll just skip one of the questions um I think what's interesting is that you have also have those struggles of being a second gen, um, I said second generation Kanai, figure yourself out. And that's kind of why you got into life coaching, right? So we can challenge the status quo mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. The time. So I think because, because at the end of the day, we're mental health um, podcast, what is the perception of mental health when you were like younger, when you're in high school and how has it changed now as an adult? So growing up definitely i am the eldest of three girls in my family so there's definitely a lot of pressure on that um that i'm still kind of working through um i don't know if you guys have watched encanto on disney but definitely relatable to luisa and her her story and her song so check that out Um, But as a youth with mental health, um, I felt like at home, a lot of things like the feelings that I would feel and pressures were definitely kind of pushed under the rug. And thank goodness for social media and my sisters that I could lean on. um, Because at that time, that was when Tumblr was at its height. I don't know if you guys know Tumblr, um, but definitely like journaling and like typing, that was my form of outlet. Um, And definitely as I was growing up, I was under the impression where it was like a fake it till you make it kind of thing, being in like a survival mindset. Um, And mental health was just, it was just like a challenging concept to to talk about because it wasn't really talked about. Um, And a lot of the achievements and accomplishments that I had, I had at that age was a lot of times kind of overlooked or I didn't give myself credit for. Um, But as I was growing up and being an adult, I've learned that like little shifts can make a big difference in perspectives. such as being able to see and see people do what you want to do, um, how you're talking to yourself and how you're approaching challenges. That's definitely the big take on it. And now that social media is so big that there's so many resources out there um, that can help with that. You mentioned Encanto. I couldn't stop um, screaming because I kept watching that since this week and I think um Luisa's song is so underrated but it should be like it's it's it should be a thing because like I I know what you mean I'm not the eldest I'm the youngest but I see the struggles of a lot of elder um for elders they have so much expectations from their parents and then like hearing just Luisa um I don't spoiler alert for anyone like listening is just that um she has so much she's putting the weight on everything on her shoulders when she can know that she has 
her sisters, her family to lean on. And I think that can be similarly to our Filipino community. Like our eldest has so much to weigh on them. Like they have to make sure they feed their siblings or they go to school or make sure that the eldest is like the, I guess the golden child, but sometimes like it's hard. The oldest, I'm actually the eldest child in my direct family. So I honestly, I haven't seen the movie yet, okay? I've watched Spider-Man. That's all I've watched so far. So, because that was important for me. But I think for me, like I can definitely resonate with that because it's a lot of pressure to live up to those expectations. And I'm still dealing with that now as I'm trying to do things that are kind of not what they want me to do. But I know that's what fulfills me. And I know that's part of what my alignment is. So yeah, I totally relate to that, Nadine. And like for you, especially, like how do you, if you can talk back to your younger self when you're going through all those mental health um, challenges, what would you tell your younger self, especially? Mm, to just give yourself grace and to, I mean, your best is enough. You are enough. That's what I would That's sweet to the point, though. That is very short and sweet to the point. Mm-hmm. And I think for Tati, do you want to ask the next question? Just to transition it back to you. Hmm. Um, I think um, similar to what Meline said, like your answer was really sweet and straight to the point. I think that's what we need. We need to hear as for our inner child to heal is that despite what our parents uh, may have not um, known when they were growing up, because their focus is just wanting us to uh, make a good future for ourselves um, now that we are here it's time to um, unlearn what we have learned when we were younger and be able to like what you said um, be the next voice to this um, to this hurting society um, so like the next question is how can we be a better advocate for um, mental for mental health for our community? My take on that is definitely to invest in yourself. Invest in yourself, whether it's it's doing things that bring you joy. It doesn't have to be this whole expensive or like super like glamorous life, you know? It's the little things that will turn into big things. So whether it's just like cleaning your room, lighting a candle, journaling, anything that will bring you joy and peace inside, that is definitely a way to better your mental health because mental health is wealth. And um, just definitely encouraging more rest and because that is also revolutionary from what I've heard, from what I learned from Pinaisa. Um, because in society we're so go 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 and like always chasing after the next thing like to better our mental health we just need to take a step back and just rest um and that can be that can be a way to invest in yourself just to take a nap so um yeah Thank you. And also, if you haven't heard them on social media yet, there's an organization called the Nap Ministry that pretty much encourages like women of color to take a nap. That's revolutionary. I love that. Yeah. So follow them because I still follow them from time to time. Take a nap. <laughs> yeah. And I think 
for me personally, this is a really fun question because I'm a well, I consider myself a traveler as well. I'm always going to cities or like doing, I'm always somewhere just because that's just what I love to do. And that's kind of how I find myself. And that's so what is your favorite place to travel? Or at least what what is your favorite place to travel and why should we travel? Well, my favorite place, that's kind of hard to pin because with COVID and everything, but um being able to explore new places that you haven't been before is definitely thrilling. Um, I feel like just going on new experiences is definitely life-changing too. Um, last August, I had the opportunity to go like solo kayaking and I've learned like with travel and with experiences, you just learn so much about yourself and about life and you learn those lessons and you can just question well, what can I take from this experience and then apply it into my life and apply it to the situations that I'm in? Because um, that definitely is a grow is like a growing experience. And so, but lately, my favorite place to travel was to Washington, D.C. I haven't been there yet, so I can't say anything. Okay. I go to the Capitol. <laughs> one day, one day. I have, yeah. I have friends there. But I think, yeah, because for me, like, I really resonate with that because, like, I'm, my, I'm from a family of travelers because we don't invest a lot of money into things. We just do it all on experiences. So I think for me, I don't know, every time I travel, I always become more empathetic and more understanding of others, if that makes sense. Yes. And I've become, like, more humbled where I'm from because we all know the Bay Area is stupid expensive. I say stupid because it's really that expensive. I can't. <laughs> There's some, there's some things to be proud of, and there's also things like, uh, there's other, there's great things about everywhere else as well. So yeah, that's kind of what I learned from traveling. Yeah. For Chachi, do you have like any last minute questions? Well, for me, um, any last minute question is actually turning it back to Nadine and what we learned from you is um what um because you gave us um, a book recommendation and you gave us um, a little bit about um, you know yourself a little bit um, to end our podcast is what is your um, what are you currently um, binging on or like obsessed with right now it's just been a lot of reading um, I've been reading a lot of more books I'm trying to get more into like audio books um but they're just I don't think I vibe with them that too much um but definitely like I've set a goal like each month I try to do two books and I switch it up between like self-help books and um just like fiction books and so the one that I'm currently reading is is it uh it's like where the crawdad sing I think they're gonna be making that out into a movie soon so and it's based in North Carolina, so. <laughs> Love diversity in reading. I've been trying to do that now, like one of, like on my vision board, every, there's like a giant book on it. And for me, I'm trying to read at least one book a month. Yes. So like, yes. Yes. I'm not ready yet for two books yet, but like I'm getting more slowly through PDFs. Okay. Yes. And okay, I think this is the last of the podcast, right? Yeah, it's, it is. Yeah. And I awesome. just want to say thank you, Nadine, for even reaching out to us, to our Instagram. 
Yes, it's been an honor to just speak with you guys and be in your guys's presence. So I really appreciate you guys taking out the time. My yes, it's been an honor to just speak with you guys and, and be in your guys's presence. So I really appreciate you guys taking out the time. Um, so you can follow me on Instagram. Um, my tag is at Shenanigans, and then I have posted a link here um, in the chat where you can schedule like a gifted call with me about 30 um, minutes and we can talk about like goal talk. setting visioning um, if you're also um, a woman of color or in healthcare consider yourself a high achiever definitely um, set some time with um, me and let's talk um, and then i'll also I'm put a workshop that i had that posted a few months ago um it's called the post-grad money makeover workshop where basically i'm just sharing my tips and tricks um that i've learned throughout my journey um and yeah and how to crush debt and to set bigger goals yay yeah and we'll definitely post that in our socials as well so thank you so much Nadine.